0: Broadcasting, You know what it is Big Brother doesn't like what we're about to say We're broadcasting from Big Brother City Right in the middle of Gridlock County Within the socialist state of Maryland Just outside the nation's capital The former Republic of the United States of America This is the Frederick Faith Debate I'm Troy Skinner on Frederick's News Radio 930 WFMD Jonathan Schweitzer, Senior Pastor At Crossroads Valley Chapel And, I don't know You're going to miss out Shall we try it again? You know, here's what I've been reading. <laughs> yeah, every every week I like to mention what I've been reading on the show because I know you care. You yeah, like to keep yeah, up with yeah, my reading. Yeah. This is a book I uh, hold in my hand called Destiny Deferred a Love Story.
1: Uh, you don't read love stories, do you? Uh, I don't
0: not read that. Yeah, not usually. I don't is read Does your those wife know? I bet she does. Although I've read a lot of those Ted Decker, and they got a romance uh, going on, in a lot of his yeah, books. Yeah, right? yeah,
1: but those are like, you know, like really. The, those are more like Lord of the Rings like kind of you <laughs> right, know, love right, story. I mean, right. they're so
0: out there. Anyway, I read this book. Uh, Destiny just finished a couple days ago. And you read it, too, actually, right? I have. Destiny Deferred, A Love Story. Can You'd One recommend- Be Late for His or Her Appointment with Time by Donnell Watts? Yeah. And you and I were talking before the show. Well, I think we should try to get Donnell on the show sometime and talk about this book. He's a local author. He lives right here in Frederica. Yeah,
1: well, you know how I am. I know everybody. I'll just call him right now.
2: Yeah? Hey, Donnell, you want to come on the show? That would be nice. I would like to be on the show. Uh, see, I told you. I know what? these guys. Wow. He's phoning them in right here. He's <laughs> right, like the transporter. Is beamed them right I over. I bet I could
1: even get him to get, bring his wife on. What do you think, Don? How do you think Celeste will come on, too? Hello. Look I'm at here. that.
2: Oh, hey. Look at that. It's
0: like a party. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we're here. Don't you wish you had my (laughs) Rolodex? You know how to make things happen. (laughs) All right, Jonathan Switzer, senior pastor at
0: Crossroads Valley Chapel. And in addition to being author of Destiny Deferred, uh, Donnell is the uh, – I got it wrong. Wait wait a minute. Outreach Outreach coordinator? No. Outreach director at the Mosaic Church. Outreach director. I got to write that down. Outreach director at at Mosaic Church in Frederick. That's correct. That's correct. And actually the story like refers to
1: Frederick in various places in it. You know, and like, right. like, in Baltimore. Yeah, in Baltimore. So, you know, you kind of feel like you're right here in the area as you're reading it. it feels important.
0: So you wrote this book. It's a love story. And it's it's uh, it says that it's based on uh, reality at some level. And it reads like something like, okay, I'm reading this. And thinking, okay, this is Donnell's story. This is <laughs> Celeste's story. This is their life. But it's not quite as simple as that, right? It's, it It is that, but it's... More than that. Yeah, in
1: fact, in fact, you got to help me out because I'm gonna I'm gonna start referring to things and like, hey, didn't you guys do that one time? And <laughs> I'm
2: gonna be like, always off, you know. it no, it's a fictional, um, a romantic uh, love novel, but it's inspired by true events. There are some things that, um, uh, Celeste and I've been married for 33 years now. I often say um, they're gonna pin medals with her pin medals on her when she gets to heaven, okay, for putting up with me, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we've been married for 33 years. You know, that's now. funny
1: because that's true for Troy, too, I'm <laughs> sure of it. I mean, for his wife at least.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, um, yes, but it's, it's, it's inspired by some true events. There are some, um, things that we have come to, uh, uh, we've experienced in our relationship that we felt that we could, um, put out there and, and help others, you know, and, and strengthen other marriages. Whereas there's some other things there that, um, uh, we've had the opportunity to, um, you know, um, just experience, I, 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 um, I listen to people. You know, I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of different people and listen to some of their stories. So I thought I could incorporate uh, some of the other experiences of other people um, into the story. And and it all came together pretty good, um, I would think. Yeah. Now, Jonathan, you've tried to write at least one book, a couple of books, right?
0: Have, right. Have any of the books been narrative like this? or Are they all like theological all, all of mine have
1: been theological. Every now and again, you know, I'll get going on an idea, you know, and I'll kind of flesh it out. But it's, you know, if, if there's a story to it, it's like a mini parable. It's not like a, you know, a right, you know. But you've like never this. finished any of your books. No, no. Like I was, like, like I was telling you before the show. I uh, I enjoy the writing process, not so much <laughs> producing a book <laughs> as writing. You know, so here Donnell has done, done a little bit better than I have. Now Donnell's got a, a
0: secret weapon on getting his book finished. He needs to
2: share that weapon with Jonathan, so he understands. Yeah. Well, my secret weapon is my wife. You know, I would go and write uh, a few pages, and some days I would just be so, uh, I guess, not into it. She said. I need more pages. I need more pages. Oh, she would so just she would push me push, me, push me, push me. Yes. Would yes. she
1: smile when she did it, or would she kind of, you know, be yeah. like, hey, sweetheart, She would you do it with me. a
0: smile, but she stern. you not getting dinner
1: until I get another three pages, sweetheart.
0: <laughs> and, but, yeah, yes. Now, it wouldn't disrupt your marriage too much, uh, Donnell and Celeste, if Jonathan called Celeste every other day. Yeah, 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 yeah. To get a little whip crap going. you not getting your there. dinner, John, until you finish some more. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm saying I'll that call you, Jonathan. Me. Okay, I'll take care that part. Okay. All right. All right.
0: So it's kind of the American dream, right, to publish a novel. I mean, everybody wants yeah. to be a novelist and write a book, and you've you've done that. Yes, yes. Yes. Usually, people write a book because they've got a point they're trying to make, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So, what, what's the point? What's the the goal behind this story? If I remember one thing about this story after
2: having read it, you want that to be what? That there is hope for people who have suffered disappointment and pain in their life. Mm-hmm. That God is near. Um, I know that's more than one point, but just let me just say this, though. You know, oftentimes when, um, you know, you're going through your the greatest uh, pain in your life or the dark hours of your life, um, you se- it seems that if God is not near then. But it's quite the opposite. Uh, God is very near when you're going through a, a very tough time.
1: You know, the, the thing that stands out to me in this book is that in several places, the lead character, what's his name now? I forget. The David, David. David. The lead character
0: and, and Tamara or Tamara
1: is the wife. Yes. David will will compromise in a subtle way in his relationship with the Lord, and that subtle compromise will lead to him making choices that actually lead to more compromise, more compromise, and that the result is that. Is that the lead character ends up thinking to himself, "Ah, God just doesn't work for me," and putting up this front, either with his, you know, with his wife or with other people, that ah, that kind of doesn't work for me. You know, I got other more important things. And I felt like the way that 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 you wrote about that and expressed it mm-hmm. really like brought that out in the open. You know, such that you know, I feel like there's a there's a couple people that I've interacted with that for whatever reasons they've come from tougher backgrounds, tougher situations, and and they they wonder at times if God works for them. And yeah. as I'm watching it, I'm thinking to myself, yes, God works, but you got to come to him by faith.
2: Yes. And uh-huh. if you don't
1: stay strong by faith, then you're going to yeah. end up, you know, subtle compromise on top of subtle compromise on top of subtle compromise, suddenly a big compromise, mm-hmm. and it's not going to work because it you know, what what makes mm-hmm. God work? And I guess I would have to define that. What does it mean that
0: God works? Yeah, because I, I don't know if I like that language so much, actually.
1: What makes God work in our lives mm-hmm. is the fact that we are genuinely trusting in him. Yes. And if we're not, then we can't expect that there's going to be, you know, fulfillment of those promises he, that he's given to us.
2: Yeah. You uh, know, just another thing, too. You know, one thing about God is, um, you know, we try to put God in a box. You know, we um, we say, well, God, if I do this... Um, you're supposed to do this, and if I do that, you're supposed to do the other. You know, God is sovereign, and God has his own plan. Even though God is, and this is what makes God actually so mysterious, because he's very true to his word, but at the same time, he works in such a way that's really beyond our understanding, and the only really way, you know, as you say, make God work, or have uh, have this Christian life to work for us is that actually is really just obedience and trust
1: now, now the story uh yeah follows... see now i want to go after that whole g- whether or not god works thing or not so we
0: just have to ha- hold off a little <laughs> well, bit well, here. we'll we'll swing back all right all right, right? i'm gonna trust you because that's like the whole point of the story right is, yeah. is so we'll, we'll end yeah. up getting back in but nice okay uh not everybody's read the book yet right I mean, you've sold about 7 or 8 million copies, I know, right? Something like that. Not quite. But uh, but not everybody who owns one has read it yet. You know, there's 8 million copies floating around out there somewhere. And I don't even know if I own mine because you gave me a copy, but I've read it. So I would have to give you that book back, or is that my copy? No, you can keep it. Oh, thanks. Very kind of you. Christmas should should be here soon. But the story, this narrative is, is... It's the arc of life from, Mm -hmm. I don't know how old the characters are when they begin, maybe 16, 17 years old, up until, I don't know, about a 20, 25 year period of time. Yes. Is this covered in the story? About 23 years. Mm -hmm. So you start out in the story, and this is, uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is uh, talking about who's going to see themselves in the story. Yeah. So somebody who's in high school reads this book, they're going to see themselves in the high school character, and then they can imagine themselves growing into an adulthood yes but those who are young adults are going to say yeah that was me in high school or i can relate to that person correct. in high school yeah. and this is where i am now and mm-hmm. then you got the people who are you know old like john uh they're going to read the book and say yep that story i know that story that's, that's correct uh yeah. and was that, is that an accident just because of the way the story is written or were you purposely trying to reach out
2: to three four or five different kind of age cells yeah well that's a great question um because you know as the book was written um you know, I, I think that the intention was not so much to reach out as it is to give a testimony, you know, because I, I think that, um, you know, life is, is such a process, you know, as you go through life from uh, from a teen to adult. And I think that just uh, writing the testimony, because I believe everybody has a book in them, you know everybody has a story it's, a book could be written about anybody's lives. It's just a different twist that's all but um was you it know, in- I, I like
1: that phrase that that it's not to try to reach out but it's a testimony See, i actually didn't didn't know that you you know like I knew you were director of outreach at mm-hmm. mosaic uh, but i but somehow I put the two together, like maybe you wrote the book intentionally thinking to yourself. You know what? I can use this in, in my position as director of outreach, and this is a way to outreach to people. And yet, the book doesn't come across preachy in any way. It comes across as an enjoyable story, you know, of, of people that just got stuck by life, you know, and, and, and are, are trying to find, like you said, hope in the midst of it all. Yes. And, and in fact, that's what everybody that talks about outreach anymore says that you got to tell your story. Mm-hmm. You know they they call it three-story evangelism. What's your story? And then I tell you my story, and then I tell you God's story. Three-story yeah. evangelism. Well, okay. You know, so here it is, you're telling your story. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a better way, you know, instead of handing somebody a little tract that has a couple clichés in it, you know, about what you got to do, you know, three steps to, you know, the perfect re- relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Instead, you've written a book about the imperfect relationship with God mm-hmm. that takes a little bit of a little bit of time and th- th- that there's struggle and there's there's uh failures and ups and downs and and presented it in a way that I feel like is very endearing very uh attractive yeah, yeah. you
2: know the thing about that uh when I, when I was writing the book um, uh, you know I, the book is published by crossbooks and uh when i was uh, writing uh, the book um you know in my submission of some of my material um it was you know I, I was talking to the editing it was like Wait a minute, man. We got little old ladies reading this book. You can't say that. But you know, I didn't yeah, 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 yeah. You almost, <laughs> right. you almost
1: got rated like PG thirteen or something, right? Right? Because right? there's a couple places in there yeah. where you go ahead and describe it, but you do it with language that is honoring,
0: that doesn't go too far. Mm-hmm. And so you know, yeah, it's, it's very, just it's honest. very gritty, right? I mean, there's, there's, there's drugs. In, right. this, in this yeah. story, yeah. it's also very sensual, yes. right? There, and yes, and purposefully so to try yes. to, I think, to magnify the the romance that's going on and yeah. and what what David, the main character in the book, is. Okay, willing, so what would you rate it? PG what? Willing, uh, NC17. You know, I, I, I You've would. You got a daughter. How old would she have to be before you let I, her read I it? would let her read this. I mean, it's uh, uh, because of the context. It's, there's nothing. I mean, he's not using dirty words. Exactly. And right? he's not being yeah. vulgar, but it's kind of like Song of Solomon, right? And I he mean, doesn't say anything explicit, uh, you know, about no. body
1: parts, <laughs> no. you know, and so, so it's, it's kind of like you know that it's there, but without
0: having to say, yeah. you know, but in the a dirty words. But the male character has a strong appreciation for the female body. Yeah right? right yeah and Correct. the females in the story have a strong appreciation for David, who's this good looking you know gigolo guy. Yeah yeah now right? that I finally met you I see you know he's a pretty good looking so, guy there.
2: Oh so we get his picture. I've the had story. to look at Troy all these years, man.
0: Yeah, but Don had said uh, I think it was before we started the show about how life is uh, not fluffy.
2: Yeah yeah that that's what it was. Um, because when I was uh, submitting some of my material to um, a CrossBook, uh, the editor was. Um, you know there had to be a few rewrites but yeah. what i what I wanted to do was I didn't want to write um a a fluffy book because life is not fluffy yeah, I wanted to write a book about real issues and some of the real struggles that um people go through you know we have a uh, you know you look at people in the street and um you know everybody looks just fine on the outside but you're wondering what's really going on in the inside, yeah, and so I wanted to kind of um speak to those uh speak to those um issues
1: and so again, without trying to give it away, you come to the end of the, to to the to the end of the story and you realize that this didn't just end in like it, like this um you know happily ever after ending, but it ended up with two people that hung on to hope mm. and in hanging on to hope they they found a way to move forward, yes, you know, and yes. that's that's different from like like this ending where everything comes together in this fantastical, yeah. you know, glorious sunrise. But it's this this recognition that, you know, even even those that live the American dream, you know, and that have the the, the cars and the kids and the mm-hmm. you know all that stuff, the reality is that is that it's never fantastical. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. real stuff going on that is very difficult that requires, you know, uh, processing and really working things through. And I feel
0: like that really comes out in the book. Jonathan Schweitzer, Schweitzer is a senior pastor at Crossroads Valley Chapel. Donnell Watts and his wife are here. Donnell wrote with uh, strong encouragement, perhaps even a little bit of input here and there from his wife, Celeste. Do you have any, any of these yeah, words? Question. Yeah. Any of these yes, words, um,
2: Yes, they are. Uh, okay. I, I wanted to come from the woman's stand. Um, standpoint. I would give him suggestions on what women would think and sometimes I would do little uh, writing suggestions and he'd take it and put it into his own little way how he wanted to write it from a man's standpoint but um, I mm-hmm. had to keep him on point a lot. Now keep the microphone over there for
0: a second because yes. i, I, yeah. I, I got to hear this. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell mm-hmm. Donnell you need more pages. I need more pages for the new book. <laughs> uh. Out, another book. We're going to a new book. Need more pages. <laughs> <laughs> Need more pages. Destiny Deferred uh, a Love Story.
2: And you can buy this. you have a website set up for this? Or something? Uh, yeah, the website is in a process of being set up. Um, I'm getting an author's page right now, and Crossbook is putting that up. And um, I don't have it quite right now, but it's in the works. But you can get it at Bonds and Noble, online um, mm-hmm. ebooks books Amazon, um, Amazon uh, Kindle books, oh. um, Crossbooks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's right. So within... Three minutes, you could have that book on your Kindle and be reading
0: it That's cool. right now this morning. So there you have it. And if you do, by the way, you mentioned CrossBooks a couple of different times, and yeah. was, I think it was before the show. You talked about having to pass their theological standards. Yeah. What 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 are the CrossBooks theological? standards? Yeah, I got a standards? bunch of questions along those lines.
2: Yeah. Well, CrossBooks, um, uh, there was a theological review, um, you know, just to make sure that um, I was um, not stating anything you know cross well, first of all crossbook uh there's a center of Lifeway ministries and, and they publish people like Charles Stanley and um Max Lakato, Beth Moore, John MacArthur. And so um it had to reach uh, that theological standard where it had to be true to the gospel and the foundational truths of the of the scriptures.
1: Yeah, so can I ask? Yes. like were there places where 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 they said, you know what, your <coughs> theology there is off, you need to rewrite it. No, uh, a matter of
2: fact, theology yeah. was pretty good. Pretty All good. Right. I Seems think like I was uh, calling yeah. them
1: out there. No, actually, would you tell me if it was? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, actually, uh, the part that they um, uh, the question was it was concerning um, some of I guess the raciness of the writing. You yeah, know, yeah. Because yeah. the writing, right? Um, at, at times, um, it, it it puts forth into windows that you can kind of imagine in your mind. And and as I said before, they said that we got little old ladies reading a book. But, um, no that was pretty much all right. Pretty much I got in the book everything I really wanted. but I got to say book. it's
0: racy because uh, you know what scene is being set up, and it but the word choice is not gutter language. No. you know, I can't remember the the exact phraseology, but there's there's a scene where uh, uh, I don't know if it was the character's wife or a woman that he was attracted to. I can't remember yeah. but he's, okay. he's, he's excited in the moment, he's yeah. physically excited, yeah, and he talks about his male nature. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rising. R- rising. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, a four-year-old stumbling and reading isn't going to know what that means, sure, right? right? Or right. a four-year-old mm-hmm. probably couldn't read it. Yeah. Uh, a 10-year-old might not know what that means, but right. anybody who's got a clue yeah. about what that means is mature enough to read it. Sure. Probably. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was well done. You I mentioned- think that was probably the strongest, you know, uh, in terms
1: of the language. I don't, I don't know that there was anything else that, that even went that far. Mm -hmm. You know, like that was probably the the raciest edge of what was in there. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I was very careful about that because this is a a Christian book um, in its base. Um, It does deal with secular issues, but I was very careful in how I want to describe things. Uh, You know, actually, um, I'm a poet by heart. And so, um, you know, I just want to put it in a poetic way, some of the things I described there. And I don't want to give too much but There's a couple
0: of poems in the book. Yeah, (laughs) the character has a couple of poems, yeah. Jonathan, um, I think it was before we we got on the air, you talked about this is the kind of book that you might think about giving to somebody that you thought it could be of like therapeutic yeah. help or a guide for them or, or a, a lifeline, some or encouragement. Well, therapeutic is, is an interesting question. Are you a therapist
1: at all or anything? <laughs> no, I'm yeah. not. No, because yeah. no, there's a couple of places in it where the the characters really rely on Christian therapists, and uh, maybe we'll get into that, you know, at a different time. But and so, not going necessarily that direction in terms of being good therapy for people, but more the testimony part of it. That there's some some people that I know that that at times think that God doesn't quite seem to work for them, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the 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 honesty of the book is that in those places, the character, you know, the main character where. Uh, where he was getting off, where he was he was compromising his faith, that it led to, you know, this whole idea of God not working for him. You know mm-hmm. that it just doesn't work for me. You know, it's it's you know it's it's more for my wife, it's more for other people, but it's just not for me. You know, I got other things to be doing right now. And how subtly those things can uh, can get us into a place where we're rationalizing mm-hmm. bad behavior, marriage ending behavior you know, rationalizing uh, behavior that's destructive to our own lives. And uh, I just feel like the way that it that it's addressed, it, it's not preachy. Mm-hmm. It's just honest. It's a testimony Amen. where yeah. somebody reading it could say, you know, you know, I'm
0: like that, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm trying to I'm thumbing through the book right now. I'm trying to find because your two poems, they both had uh, similar titles. And I was wondering if that was here. It is one of the poems is called first life and the second poem is called second chance is yes. that first and second is that an accident because to me as a reader it leapt out like, ooh, the first poem had was first in the title and the second poem has second in the title was there a plan words there and that the second chance is a chance at a, at a renewed life and yeah. the first life is about the birth of a of a child i believe right I
2: would love to say that that was uh, playing. I would love to say that, but uh, <laughs> next time somebody asks you, oh yeah, but it just came, it just came out, it just came together. Oh, yeah, that, that way. was the whole point of the book. Actually, it was a vehicle
0: for making that particular point. Uh, that's where we're going for that.
1: <laughs> we'll know better once you write your book, how, just how to expect it to come across.
0: Yeah. Now, one of the things that struck me uh, when you pick up the book. Everybody has a dedication, and they want to thank this person, thank that person. You have a very lengthy list of uh, what you call acknowledgements at the front end of the book. Yes. Uh So... Why don't just
1: spend and a second? You don't do it just in paragraph form. Oh, you, I know. Like, list them, and you can have like
0: a paragraph per person. Yeah, it's not just their name. Yeah, it's they, like lay gonna, it out. I'm gonna like let's. He doesn't thank Jonathan because he j- didn't meet Jonathan until he did this show. But the next book, I expect Jonathan. That's right. But yeah, See, he, but if it were Troy, he, does that he would say something like, "And I want to you know make sure I say thanks to my friend Jonathan, who is a wonderful encourager and a godly man who preaches the word and does a great job on the faith debate, and he's such an, and you go on and on. <laughs> so like. Talk about that process of yeah, doing that. It was well, a little
2: unusual. There are some very, very important people to me in my life, you know. Um, and I, I felt that I, um, you know, when I, uh, you know, compartmentalized them, and I just think solely on that person and what that person meant to me in my journey because, you know, this, this is the journey that I'm, I'm, I'm in in life. And um, certain people, and especially those who I've uh, named in, uh, in acknowledgments, very key people in my life, and I, and I, I felt that I, I need to um, talk about them and just a little length of what they meant to
0: me. Yeah, and I don't know if it's, uh, again, if it was a, a purposeful thing or not, but it sets the stage for me uh, as a reader. I'm, I'm a hyper-analytical. I apologize. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading this, you have all these acknowledgments, and it seems to me like, again, if it was accidental, then it's God's providence at work, but it's, it's shining a spotlight on the importance of community. Yeah. Because this is your community. This is your accountability group. These are the people that have meant the most to you that you've meant the most to. And this is your core. It's about relationship. Yeah. And yeah. and uh and so that sets the stage for this story that really is about that relationship and the importance for accountability and community and a faith community and those sorts of things. Well, I don't know if you were purposely trying to set the stage that way, but well, I finished the acknowledgments and I'm thinking this is going to be a story about Relationship and and a group of uh, a community built around an individual who needs that sort of support and sure enough that's what the story
2: ended up being. Well, you know what is It's amazing how um, God brings these things together and um, it, you know it's very insightful for you to bring that that point up um, because I think actually I think that you spat on because um it, you know as God is uh, you know writing this book and as God has uh, brought it together you know um, in the year it took me about a year to write it in you know, about i guess about three years to edit it get it published yeah (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. okay john okay okay well um you know just to see god um bring together um the format of this book and um just the storyline and uh and some of the things that you mentioned even about the poems i mean i I really believe that this is a a, a definitely um a, a god thing and um i really believe that this book um will bless people i really believe that and um and i'm just uh just trying to just um just ask God to just go with it. Yeah. So if you want to buy the book, um, you could go to the Cross
0: Books website and find it there probably. Yes, you can find yes. it. You mentioned Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all the typical places you would go to find the That's book. That's correct, yeah. And uh, you might want to Google uh, Donnell Watts' name and maybe by the time the show is actually hitting your ears he'll have his own page up and you can Absolutely. just buy it straight off of the author's page. Yes. And maybe, I don't know, for a small fee he'll autograph a copy for you or oh, something. Uh, that, that'll be free. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: Destinative a love story by donnell watts and his wife is with us today uh, celeste i gotta hear it one more time need more pages
2: hello need more pages donnell
0: <laughs> and jonathan wife, your senior pastor across rose valley chapel i'm troy skinner want to again thank our sponsors bmc insurance and putman plumbing and heating how can we make you smile visit us online at wfmd.com keyword faith there you'll find the faith debate blog well, and it's not really the Faith Debate blog. Well, I guess it is cuz you're part of the Faith Debate. My blog is your blog. Email me Troy Skinner at clearchannel.com. That's Troy Skinner all one word at clearchannel.com. Clearchannel is all one word as well. Whatever you send me as long as it's not too racy like what Donnell writes Donnell writes in this book, I will post it up there. Actually, I would I, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's he, nothing in he here would make the grade. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. nothing in here I wouldn't post. Yeah. Till next week. God bless.